0: Praise the Lord. This is Ellen Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this uh, Friday afternoon. We bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, And we're grateful and thankful unto the Lord uh, for allowing us another opportunity to be uh, in your presence, uh, to share with you. Amen. Our daily bread also in our touch and agree prayer hour today. We want to uh, touch and agree with all believers and those of you that may have a prayer request that you may want to uh, share with us on today. And so as I uh, get ready to um, start uh, the particular prayer service, we want to take a few moments to definitely give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of our life and to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, senior of the Pentecostal Power Church. Uh, We want to definitely give honor to uh, our pastor and our first lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own wife, missionary Janice Newsom. We count it a great privilege and honor to be with you on the broadcast today. And so we want to go before the Lord in a brief word of prayer. Uh, As we go before the Lord in prayer, we just want to thank God uh, for Uh, his mercy and his grace toward us. And we want to thank God for you, uh, for God being the keeper and also a savior in our life. He is the savior. And uh, without him, there's no one else that can save uh, us. And so we thank and praise God for the plan of salvation that God has granted and afforded us. And so uh, we count it a great privilege and blessing to be Uh, in prayer and be in the service on today. So we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. Uh, Let us pray for our presiding bishop, assisting presiding bishop, Bishop Dr. Charles Bennett, and our assisting presider, Bishop uh, Charles Webb, and their wives. Let us pray for our pastor, Bishop Murchison, Lady Paulette. Pray for uh, Bishop Bullock, Mother Bullock. Uh, Let us continue to pray one for another. Let us pray for all of the NPPCI churches, pray for the National Brotherhood. Uh, We are going to be having um, service on next uh, Friday and Saturday. So all brethren, those of you that desire to join and be with us in fellowship, it'll be in Lebanon, the great city of Lebanon, where our presider uh, is the host, and he is our presider of the NPPCI organization. So we look for the support of the brethren, those of you, uh, that desire to be revived and renewed. And uh, we want to keep the brothers um, encouraged. And so we ask for all supporters and all brethren to come and support us in that endeavor. Thank you in advance. And so we want to definitely go uh, before the Lord in prayers. As we ask you to pray for those bereaved families, uh, the Dotson family, Murchison, Pfizer family, also the Newsom family. Uh, pray for myself. Uh, we're in need in prayer as well but God is yet strengthening us uh, uh, to continue on. And so we just thank and praise God for that. And uh, we're praying for the Weatherspoon family, uh, Bishop Weatherspoon and his family. Uh, And let us pray uh, one for another, that God will send increase among his people and that we will be uh, the vessel that God will use uh, for his glory. And so let us go before his throne. Let us pray that God will save and ultimately that he would fill souls with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost and that God would gather his wheat into his barns and he would use us to do it because uh, we want God to reap a harvest. And we want to hear the Lord say, well done by good and faithful servant. And so let us pray at this time as we go before his throne, eternal God, our savior in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you right now. Hallelujah. We thank you. Heavenly father. Oh, God, for your grace and your mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we thank you for this hour of prayer. We thank you, Lord, for the touch and agree prayer hour. We thank you, Lord. Oh, God, for the various requests that, oh, God, that have been, oh, God, echoed. Oh, God, in our ears and, oh, God, that's been, oh, God, submitted. Oh, God, oh, God, for a spiritual need upon your people. We pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would touch right now you would undertake god and you would take oh god care of those that are in need right now of their prayer oh god being heard and being received and answered by you father we petition you on their behalf today and father we ask in the name of jesus oh god that you would continue to bless our senior bishop bishop scott look on bishop mark jones and mother jones and the church there in florida continue to bless them and strengthen them lord god as well as all churches in our National Pentecostal Power Church family. Bless them right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. Thank you for my wife and family. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, for the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for the spirit of truth. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Oh, God, for the treasures that are found in your word. And, oh, God, we thank you right now. And, Fathers, we pray. We pray, God, that you would send increase among the brethren, among the saints, among the sisters and brethren in the, oh God, body of Christ. We pray now, even, oh God, for our viewers and those that are on looking the broadcast, Lord, that you would touch and anoint. And oh God, that you would save in the name of Jesus. Oh God, that you would help because God, you are our helper. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray that you would heal those that are in need of healing, deliver those that's in need of deliverance, send breakthrough to those that need breakthrough. Loose shackles, oh God, and let the oppressed go free in the precious name of Jesus to the glory of God. And Father, we thank you right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We give you all the glory and the praise. And we lift you up today in the precious name of Jesus to the glory of God. And Father, we forever thank you. We forever give you praise right now in the precious name of Jesus, oh God. Bless those, O oh God. Oh God, they're seeking you right now with their whole heart. Oh, God, you said you're a rewarder of them and those that diligently seek you. Bless them now in the name of Jesus, oh, God. Continue to look on, oh, God, our particular pastor, God. Oh, God, touch right now. Look on our shepherd today, God. Continue to bless him and strengthen him, oh, God. And all shepherds, guys, they feed the flock of God to which the Holy Ghost have made them overseer. Help us today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. To the glory of God and help us God. Oh God, direct us now. Give us, oh God, what we need, oh God, to encourage your people. Help us to decrease as your anointing increase in our life. We'll be careful to give you all the glory and the praise. And oh God, we will submit ourselves and commit ourselves and walk in submission to the Holy Spirit with all humility, with prayer and supplication. We thank you, Lord. With thanksgiving, we glorify and lift you up. Oh God, because without you, we are nothing. And Lord, we know we are clean through your word. Touch us now, strengthen us now in the mighty name of Jesus to the glory of God. And Father, we pray that you would say to the utmost that somebody, oh God, will come crying. What must I do to be saved? And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory in the name of Jesus, in the precious name of Jesus. Oh God, in the precious name of the Lamb, Father, we thank you and we give you praise. Continue to look on my father, Lord. Look on the Newsom family. Look on the Dotson family. Oh, God, look on the Weatherspoon family. Comfort them now. Take them through now like only you can. Oh, God, in the precious name of you, look on the Pfizer family. Oh, God, Murchison family, continue to bless them, Lord God, as well as all families that are going through in these last and evil days. Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise. And these another blessing we ask and pray in the name of Jesus Mm, to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen. And amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. So we thank God for uh, the prayer that's been prayed. And so we want to uh, definitely uh, thank the Lord for his grace and his mercy uh, for being so good unto us. And, to God's people. God has been good. Amen. And I just want to share an echo with you. And we have a praise report today, uh, that God is good. He has been good. And his, the very nature of God is good. Amen. No matter what has happened in my life, God is good. And I'm thankful to the Lord. I'm grateful. Amen. For salvation. Most of all, for the breath of life that's in our bodies. And the precious gift of the Holy Ghost uh, and the water baptism in Jesus' name, where we repented of our sins and submitted to being baptized in water in Jesus' name. And God filled us with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. And so we're grateful and thankful uh, to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to whom glory, power, and dominion be forever. We praise the name of Jesus. And so that's what we come to do today. We come to lift up the Lord. And so we're going to get into the word of the Lord. And we ask that you would join us today as we finish up this series. Uh, Be a good listener. You know, uh, we're going to finish it out today as best we can. Uh, It will probably take about uh, a good, I don't know, a good two weeks to finish this entire series but I kind of fast forward through uh, and kind of outlined it to get to the, uh, the meat portion of dealing with the shepherd. There's a lot more scripture in here. You can go to Deuteronomy. You can go to Ezekiel. You can go to Jeremiah. You can go to Isaiah. You can go to a lot of scriptures. Uh, You can go to John chapter 10, dealing with the shepherd, praise God. You can go to the gospels, but we want to just, Focus and hone in on being a good listener uh, so we can hear God's voice because what I'm, what I'm experiencing in these last and evil days, I don't know if other, you know, uh, bishops, pastors, elders, ministers are experiencing this, but I must share and be upfront with all the people of God. I'm experiencing something that's, uh, you know, God has just opened my eyes to some more things and I'm just experiencing, um, uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of hard to put into words. I, I'm experiencing that people are losing their spiritual hearing. I know, I know you probably said, how how is that? And the church is still here. You know, the, you know, people are losing their spiritual hearing. And the reason why I say that is because we didn't move to a social gospel. We've moved to a platform where everybody is right. You know, people with three gods is right. You know, people that's, oh Lord, oh God, I'm not trying to bash no other faith. I'm I'm just trying to share with you, there's only one truth and we must all walk in it. And if we don't have this one truth, there is no way unity. There's no way there can be unity among the body of Christ. Hmm? And this is what put the church with one accord uh, in the book of Acts. Hmm? They were with one accord. Hmm? They believed the same Jesus and they followed the instructions of the one Jesus. They didn't have five different sets of instructions. And I know people will argue and say, there's five different ways to Chicago, but there's only one way to God. Hmm? I want to let you know. And that's to be baptized in Jesus name. All right. I know. I know. He probably said that boy, he beating on that Jesus name again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because Acts 4 and 12 said, neither is there salvation. in any other, for there's none other name under heaven. Given among men whereby we must be saved. And so I'm bringing it home to you today. Be a good listener. Hear the word of God. Study the word of God. Know the word of God. Therefore, you will hear the voice of God. When it comes, you will know that stranger. Praise God. Because that stranger knows scriptures too. The devil knows scriptures too. Hmm? Because he tripped up Eve in the garden. And said, Had God said. And so it's very important. Jesus said in Saint John five and thirty nine. He says, "Search the scripture for in them you think you have eternal life, for there are they which testify me." You need to make sure these scriptures line up. Mm? They don't break up; they line up, and they all point to Jesus. Praise God mm? through this prophetic word. And so I want to let you know today: mm? be a good listener and understand mm? when God's voice. Is being spoken because sometimes we got people, you say God's speaking to them and, and, and I don't know why, if God's speaking to you, he will tell you to be faithful, to be faithful uh, where you are. Hmm? If God move you somewhere, you can't move somewhere else. You, you unfaithful in the church you in. Let me, let me just break it down for you Hmm? because y'all gonna make me do something here. I didn't want to go this way, but look, let me, let me bring it to you this way. You unfaithful in the church you in and you move to another ministry. How are you going to become faithful all of a sudden? Hmm? And so it must be, oh, Lord, it must be demonstrated wherever we are as believers. Hmm? So when you get to that place where where you saying God is taking you, the blessing will be there. But you're going to inherit a curse if you slough over here and go over there. You're going to go over there being sloughed. And I was always told by the older bishops and pastors, you can't get away if you can't run from you. Now, that's what I was told. Hmm? I was told by the older bishops and pastors and my pastor, you cannot run from you. Hmm? You can point to everybody else and say they the problem, but... Huh? We can say ain't no love in the church, but if you in the church, there got to be some love. Hmm? Now, let's talk about this topic today. I just this is just an icebreaker. I haven't even gotten into the topic, but these are just some of the things that just come off the surface of my spirit today. You know, dealing with a lot of this foolishness. And when I I call it foolishness, because everybody said they're hearing from God. And the the thing that God is showing me, if we're hearing from God, it got to be according to his word. Mm? it's never going to go contrary to his word. And I'm seeing a lot of lying folk in these last days. There's a lot of folk that's lying on God because if they're hearing from God, they will walk circumspectly as wise and not as fool, And they will redeem the time and know that the days are evil. Praise God. Mm? And you, 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 Oh Lord, you, 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 you walking on dangerous ground. Mm? You running in the dark. Hmm. I want to let you know: you run in the dark if you don't have the truth. And let's go here. Let's go here. I'm finna get into the scripture. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna continue uh, deal with that. But I want. I want to say this to you: be a good listener, saints. Be encouraged. And I'm talking to all saints and believers, and those of you that's becoming believers. Be a good listener. Hmm? You know, being a good listener. Has to deal with when you read that Bible, listen to what it's saying to you. Hmm? Let it speak to you. Hmm? And when it speak to you, it, gonna, it may cut you sometime. This, this, this thing has cut me. Hmm? This shepherd thing has cut me because, let me tell you why it's cut me. Because there's there's, there's everybody saying God is talking to them. And my thing is, I'm not disputing that. I am not disputing the fact that God has spoken unto you as a believer. But here's where the dispute comes. Here's where the problem comes. When God has spoken to you and you go contrary to the word of God or the things that God has already spoken that's going to come to pass, we have a problem because this Bible said we have a more sure word of prophecy. Hmm? And so what God has spoken, it's going to come to pass. You're not going to stop this pandemic from happening. You're not going to stop. Oh, Lord. I know. You're not going to stop people from dying. Hmm. We're not going to stop people from backsliding. We're not going to stop people from putting roller skates on, running from, oh, Lord. (laughs) From this church to that church. Hmm. We're not going to stop people from blaspheming against the Holy Ghost. We're not going to stop people from backsliding. Hmm? Now you probably say he dealt with all the negatives. And guess what? You're not going to stop those that God desire to be saved to be saved. You're not going to stop that. Because this gospel is going to be preached and it's going to go into all the earth and to all that God wants to save can be saved. And what I'm saying to you, stop listening to these people saying, uh, you can't be saved because you've been tearing for the Holy ghost for a couple of years. Stop listening to these people. Oh Lord. Paul says such were some of you, but you've been washed in the blood of the lamb. We have all made mistakes. I know people don't want to say, people don't want to uh, be transparent. We all made mistakes, hmm? but we don't make excuses. We don't wallow in it. a just man falls seven times, hmm? but the unjust person will stay there and wallow in it. I want to let you know. We have an opportunity to be saved, but it's by hearing the voice of God. Romans 10 and 17 said, so then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How are we going to hear? Hmm? I just want to know. How are you going to hear if you ain't getting the word? Hmm? You know, a lot of us, we love to, uh, you know, shout, run, jump, and do a lot of things. Let's go to Romans real quick. I got to go to Romans with you. Mark your, mark your uh, scripture. Uh, I want you to mark this for, for me. You know, a lot of people want to run and jump. And that's good. We all need to run and jump and do calisthenics. You know, a lot of us getting big anyway. We've been eating all winter long and we need to lose some weight. Mm? I'm just going to give it to you straight. Mm? So we have, we can use some calisthenics. Bible mm? said get the little. Huh? And so my thing is, hey, you know, uh, body exercise, profit little. So my thing, get the little. But our focus should be hearing, being a good listener, hearing the God, hearing God's voice hearing the voice of God. And Oh Lord, Samuel heard the voice of God. I could, Oh, it's just plenty places I could deal with this, but let's, let's stay with this shepherd perspective. People are losing their hearing. Huh? And one scripture said, you know, Oh boy, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Are oh, they eating? Don't have enough. Hmm? But let's look at this let's look at uh, Romans chapter 10. let's go to Romans chapter 10 and uh verse number 10. he said for with the heart man believe it now this is what he says here i want you to go with me here i'm on uh, he said with the heart man believe it Uh, I want to get this scripture on the screen for you. Bear with me just a moment. We're not going to be long today. We're just going to exhort you. Uh, Romans 10 and 10. We're going to go to probably about. We'll see about 10 and 10. Let's just take a look here. All right. Romans 10 and 10. He says, for with the heart, man believe it unto righteousness. Hmm? Y'all believe that? He said, with the heart, man believe it unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Now, when you hear on the day of Pentecost, when they heard the message for the church on the day of Pentecost, when it was fully come, hmm, they received the power of the Holy ghost. And some were there that were convicted. Some that had had a bad experience and had walked in the wrong path and crucified our Lord and savior. They heard Peter had the keys to the, Church and he opened up the door to the church uh during the dispensation of the Gentiles, and he said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Huh? The Bible said, When they heard this, look at that now. When he said, When they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. Hmm? And they said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Huh? It says, and with the mouth, confession is made under salvation. They wanted a change. And I'm saying to you today, hmm, be a good listener. If you want to change, you can change. You, you need to hear the voice of God. Stop listening to your friends and your peers, huh? Because they're going to tell you once you get in church, oh, well, you know, now, now you know, now you're square. Now you all this and that. You, you need to hear God's voice. Stop listening to all these other voices because they ain't benefit you all All this point up in, up until this present point in your life and, and your life has been a wreck up until this present point. So stop listening to other people because you're going to continue to be a wreck if you listen to other folk instead of hearing the voice of God. Look at this. Romans 10 and 11. He said, for the scripture said, whosoever believe it on him shall not be ashamed. Hmm? People try to make you be ashamed you know, because it happened to me when I first decided to get saved. People like, oh, now you in church now. Well, I'm not ashamed about the God I serve. I believe I'm trusting God now. With I'm giving my life over to God. I'm trusting God now. Hmm? This is all about faith, trust, hmm? faith and trust in God. So when you give your life over to God, there's going to be some changes. Praise God. But the scripture said, whosoever believe it on him shall not be ashamed. This is what it says here. we am going to go to the next scripture. It says, for there is no difference between Jew and the Greek for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. So God don't have no respect of person and he will supply your every need. Hmm. If you will call upon him, that's all I'm saying. We got to trust God enough to call upon him, hear him and call upon him. Because in Matthew 11, he says, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden. Hmm. Matthew 11 and 20, 25, 28. He said, come unto me all that labor and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Hmm. He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God will supply. God will give you what you need to move forward if you will hear him and heed him. Hmm? problem is we hear and don't heed. Let's, Let's move on. Verse number 13. He said, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means you can be saved if you continue to call on the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord. And you trust God. You shall be saved. This is not saying you are saved. And people have taken this scripture right here. huh? Took Romans 10 and 9, Romans 10 and 13, and turned it into a, oh, Lord. I'm already saved. You're not already saved, but you can be saved if you call on the name of the Lord. Look at this. Didn't say you are saved, but it said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Glory. Let me get out of here. Let me tell you how. Let's go. Let me let me go to the how you can be saved. Verse number 10 and 14. Romans chapter 10, verse number 14. I know. I know this basic stuff, but we have left this and we'll start hearing, stop hearing, and start taking heed to these fables. And these, uh, I don't know. I call them sugar cookie messages. Mm? Ain't nothing but sugar on top. And after you eat that cookie and dance for a little while, you hungry again. But this is some substance right here. T- to stay with me, don't go nowhere. I want to give you some substance today. Mm? I know, I know. And I, I, I'm, I, I love <laughs> preaching. But I, I, I like this, I, I this word. I like going through these scriptures and, and letting God open it up to me. Let's stay with me. Stay with me. About 10 more minutes. And we're going to get on out of here. We ain't going to be long. We're just going to give you all the scriptures you study the study time. We're going to get on out of here. 10 and 14. Romans chapter 10, verse number 14. Stay with me. He says here, how then Paul asks a question to this Roman church, this Roman believers, these Roman believers audience, hmm, that's got prior knowledge and conviction of, uh, uh, about the Lord, but he opens up something to him, opens up a channel here in his dissertation here and says, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Hmm. This is why you need to read Ezekiel 34. Because you got preachers nowadays. Everybody's not a preacher of righteousness. Ah, I know. I know. People are going to get mad with me. Noah was a preacher of righteousness. <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. Everybody's not a preacher of righteousness. Read Ezekiel 34. If you think I'm read the entire chapter of Ezekiel 34 and you see what I'm talking about. Everybody's not a preacher of righteousness, but look at this. He says here, uh, how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? Have you heard about Jesus? Cause in the 10th chapter of acts in the 10th chapter of acts, uh, the the, the the disciples came across some other disciples that had not John disciples that had not uh, heard. And the first thing came up is have you received since you believe? And they said, we haven't even heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And those, uh, oh Lord, those apostles that knew, uh, oh, glory be to God. That knew Peter's message and that knew the revelation of Jesus Christ, they shared it with the other disciples that had not received the message on the day of Pentecost. And they also were baptized. They also were, had hands laid on them and they received the Holy Ghost and spake with other tongues. And then you got people nowadays that's supposed to be preachers of righteousness telling you you don't need the Holy Ghost. The devil is a lie. I know. I know I'm not going to be popular. I ain't trying to be. Mm? The devil is a lie telling you you don't need the Holy Ghost. The devil is a lie. Mm? You need the Holy Ghost. Look at this. Romans 10 and 15. He says, and how shall they preach except they be sent? The problem is where I picked up on Wednesday. I'm picking up where I left off on Wednesday. Some went and were not sent that's why we got all these problems. Hmm? I'm going to say it. That's why we got all these problems today. Huh? Some went and were not sent. This is why people tell you just come on over here and you already say, hmm? Come on over here. Put your pants on. Oh, he <laughs> get out of here. I got to go. I know. I know. Y'all going to say brother knew some meddling." Hmm. Come on, put your pants on. Mm, We ain't going to worry about nothing, you know, and just do what you do. But you know what? How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. See, the good shepherd, a good under shepherd is going to stay with truth. And they're gonna bring you good tidings. They're gonna they're gonna give you the word. They're gonna give you the truth and love. Hmm? And they not gonna compromise what God has already said. And you know, and and the promises that God spoke over your life, they not gonna they not gonna defer from the word of God. They're gonna stay with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hmm? He said, but they have not obey, all obeyed Romans ten and sixteen. He said, for but but they have not all obeyed the gospel. This, this is what the problem is. For Isaiah said, Lord, who had believed our report? Everybody that's carrying a Bible has not obeyed the gospel. And I don't want nobody to be misunderstood with Brun Newsom today. I'm just giving you the gospel truth. Just because everybody, just because people know the Bible, you got people that are atheists know the Bible from front to back cover. Hmm? They don't have the revelation of Jesus and Jesus has said, he said, but I thank thee, O father, Lord of heaven and of earth. He said, for thou had hid these things from the wise and the prudent and have revealed them on the babes. So it's very important. It's very essential that we be a good listener. Hear the word of God so you can hear the voice of God because people tell you scripture. Oh, Lord. People tell you what the words say, and and the scripture don't even say that. I know. I know. People tell you you don't have to be baptized when the Bible clearly tells you you need to be baptized. There's no reason to be confused about this. We're dealing with basic scripture now. We're not dealing with no revelations and, you know, dealing with no prophecy and all this. We're dealing with the plan of salvation for man to be. Back in right fellowship with God. Hmm? Hmm? I want to let you know. God wants you to be reconciled back with him. And there's no way we can do it without having the word of God speak to us. Hmm? And we got to believe the report that's already been laid out in the scripture. And some people say, well, I don't believe the scripture. Man wrote the Bible. Well, then why you want to talk about the Bible, period? If you don't believe all scriptures given by the inspiration of God, ain't no sense in us having no conversation. Cuz I believe all scriptures given by the inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, correction, reproof, instruction, and in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So if you don't believe that, ain't no sense you even grabbing the Bible talking about no scripture. But you want to grab certain scripture and then you want to, oh lord. Then we want to, then we want to, oh lord. We want to fight or we want to be contentious, or we want to say, well, no, that ain't what that means. But we got to take all scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. But we need to be hearing God's voice because God is not going to change what he said. If he says be holy, he meant to be holy. If he says repent, he meant for all of us to repent. If he says for us to be baptized, he meant for everybody in the body of Christ to be baptized. There should be no, no controversy about this. Mm-hmm. but we make a controversy because somebody's not hearing and somebody's not being a good listener. Look at this. If you don't come to Bible class. Mm, oh Lord. If you don't go to Bible class, have Bible study. Hmm. It's going to be very, very difficult for you to have a clear understanding about the word of God. Now we're going to go to our next scripture and we're getting out of here. Cause I said, we got to get, we got to go. So by one 30, hopefully we'll be out of here. Okay. Let's go to uh, John chapter 10 Uh, for your study time. Read Ezekiel 34 because Ezekiel, well, I tell you what, read, read. uh, We got to get a little bit of Ezekiel 34. Let's go to Ezekiel 35. I got to get a little bit of it so you can see what I'm talking about. This is Old Testament here. This is what happened, you know, prior to the church. Hmm? So we can see some of these same mistakes can be repeated if we don't take heed to the scripture. Let's take a look here. Ezekiel 34. And, uh, I'm going to start at verse number one. I think I want to just go ahead and get Ezekiel 34 and one. Let's just go ahead and do it. Uh, Ezekiel 34 and one, uh, All right, he says here, Ezekiel 34 and 1, he says, and the word of the Lord came unto me saying, this is what Ezekiel says here. Now, this is Old Testament. So those of you that uh, are reading along with us, you can see it on the screen. He said, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, he says here, son of man prophesy.'" against the shepherds of Israel. Hmm? You talking about these under shepherds, these leaders. Now, Israel was God's flock. Now, God was the chief shepherd of the nation of Israel. I don't want to go back through a whole lot of exegesis. You have to go back to uh, Samuel to see it, where uh, Israel wanted a king. God always wanted to be the, the shepherd for Israel, okay? But because they wanted a king, Samuel wept. Now I'm just going fast forward. Samuel wept and, uh, uh, you know, word of God, God told him, you know, uh, you know, ain't no sense in weeping. You know, you know, he wanted to get them what they wanted, you know, in so many words. So my thing is when, when, when people want certain things, sometimes we have to be careful what we ask for. So God gave them a king. And so that's how Saul came into play. All right. And Saul was what the people wanted. David was God's choice. All right. So just to make a long story short, uh, God was always the nation of Israel shepherd. He was the shepherd of Israel and Israel was his flock. Okay. Just want to make sure Israel is God's flock. All right. Dealing with the Old Testament. Now let's take a look here. Son of man prophesied against the shepherds of Israel. He said, prophesy and say unto them, I'm at Ezekiel 34 and two. He says, prophesy and say unto them, thus said the Lord God unto the shepherds. Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves and not the shepherds. Hmm? Feed the flock. You all see that? Y'all see that? The bad shepherds were taking care of themselves. Mm? And I want to let you know, I'm not putting no cover over nothing. I want you to see it just a plain as a scripture disclosure here. This is what was happening in the Old Testament. Mm? And we don't want to fall into that same similitude. We don't want to fall into that trap of feeding ourselves and not giving the people nothing. <laughs> let me go. I got to go. I got to get out of here. I thank God for my bishop, you know, I thank God for my bishop and Hey, I'm just bringing the word. Now you, you got to decipher yourself, you know, if the word, you know, if the word hits you, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta look at it and figure out how we can make our, you know, make ourselves fall in alignment with God's word. Look, the bad shepherds take care of themselves. They worry about their own health. They rule harshly. I'm going to go on fast forward. They rule harshly and brutally. Hmm? They abandon and scatter the sheep like they talked about the Highland in the New Testament. huh? And they keep the best for themselves. You'll see it in Malachi. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. You'll see it in Malachi. I, I, this is going to take some time, y'all. I, I really love this particular uh, lesson here today because it opened up some things to me. You know, and I said, oh, Lord, it opened up a whole wealth of information here. The good shepherds, they take care of their flocks. I already said it earlier this week. They protect the sheep. They feed the sheep. They care for the sheep. They strengthen the weak. They help the sick. And they look for those that are falling through the crack, those that are lost, those that, you know, or whatever the reason is, they go tend to them. Hmm? They lead the 99 to go get that one. That's what Jesus talked about. Hmm? Look at this. They rule lovingly and gently, and they gather to protect the sheep, and they give their best to the sheep. You know, I thank God. Hmm? Everybody don't have leaders, you know, um, you know, that that put 110 in, you know, give their very best. But let me let me read on here. I just gotta get somewhere. 30, I'm going to eight 34 and 8. Um if I can get down there. He says, You eat the fat and you clothe uh, you with wool. You kill them that are fed, but you feed not the flock. Now, he told Peter plainly to feed the sheep. He said, If you love me, feed my sheep, Peter. Look at this. Now, in the Old Testament here, Ezekiel 34 and 4, look at this now. He says, The disease have ye not strengthened. So the sick, you know, a real good on the shepherd, just like a, a natural shepherd. They're going to take care of the sick sheep. Hmm? He said, the disease have ye not strengthened. Neither have you healed that which was sick. Mm-hmm. Neither have you bound up that which was broken. You see the person broken and messed up. Hmm? You, you knew if it was you, you would be hurt. To, uh, you, you would be devastated like that person would. Oh, I know. I got to go. Hmm? I It just, oh, Lord, I, my heart just melt when I see the, the hurt on the saint's face. My, you know, oh, Lord, it hurts me to see the saints hurt. Hmm? Glory. And, you know, my thing is, that's how my pastor is, you know. You know, he goes all out, you know, make sure we are spiritually, you know, uh, you know, spiritually fed. You know, uh, those of them that, you know, proud and don't want it, you know, uh, you know, they got to come to themselves just like the prodigal son did. You got to come to yourself, but the, those that need help and want to help they're to tend to us, you know, they're to make sure, you know, we're healed and we're fully delivered, you know, and that we're fully, you know, engaged with God so we can get what we need from God. And, and a lot of times people say, well, why are we having so many services? Well, the, the, the shepherd want to make sure that we're getting everything we need, the spiritual things that we need to be strengthened because the shepherd can't strengthen us. He he puts us before the Lord and let the Lord strengthen us. Isn't that wonderful? I thank God for you, Bishop. I thank God for you, Pastor. And I'm just saying it. I'm not just doing this cause we are on the broadcast. I thank God for my Bishop and my first lady because they're concerned about us. But as we move on this lesson, look at this though. He says. You have healed that which was, it says, neither have you healed that which was sick. Neither have you bound up uh, that which was broken. Neither have you brought again that which was driven away. Mm? Neither have you sought that which was lost. Mm? There is people that's lost. And we, oh Lord, we can see the shepherd responsibility and role. Oh, and taking care of the flock is he even got to take care of them too. So being a shepherd is a great responsibility. I'm talking about the under shepherd now. We're going to get to the chief shepherd. But look, he says, but with force and with cruelty, have you ruled them? Hmm? And my thing is, you know, we, we got to be sensitive. You got to be sensitive to the anointing of God. Uh, can't be ruling with an iron fist because God has taken care of all of us. God has given us all what we needed, you know, in our time of need. And so we get grateful and thankful to the Lord for that. We're trying to get down to eight, and they scattered because there was no shepherd said so they scattered because there was no shepherd and became meat to all the beasts of the field when they scattered. And so when something happens to the leader, the flock are scattered and guess what? All them wolves that's out there. I want to make sure I make this plan. All them wolves out there. Those of you that have left out of the ark of safety and left out from under, you know, uh, leadership that was left intact to care for you, and you didn't went on your own and went somewhere else. I, I got to let you know the wolf is out there, hmm? and the wolf don't want nothing but blood, hmm? and he want to steal, he want to kill, and he want to destroy. And God have you in a safe place. I want to encourage you. If I were you, I'd get back in, get back in a safe place, you know, under uh, oh Lord, under a shepherd that I know that God is uh, called. Hmm? And sometimes we we leave and talking about we want to be free and we want to go somewhere and do something, and the devil just waiting to chew you up. Hmm? I gotta go. Look at this. He said, My sheep wandered through all the mountains upon the very high hill. Yea, my flock was scattered upon the face of the earth and none did search and seek after them. He said, therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. I'm at verse number eight. He said, therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. I got to move on here. I got to get out of here now. I'll go to the next scripture. I'm trying to get down to eight, so stay with me just a second here trying to get down to verse number eight. He says, therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Ezekiel 34 and seven. Go on to Ezekiel 34 and eight. Ezekiel 34 and eight. He says, as I live, said the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey and my flock became meat to every beast of the field. And because there were no shepherds, neither did my shepherds search for my flock. But the shepherds, verse number eight, fed themselves and fed not my flock. That's why I said, um, read Ezekiel 34, because I don't have time to get it all. It's, it's just too much in there for me to cover that, cover it in this particular um, broadcast. But I want you to read in your study time. It's very important that you take a look at this, because somebody wasn't hearing God. Hmm. And when it turns to be all about you, you know, the Bible said godliness with contentment is great gain. When it comes to be all about you, all about getting all about you, uh, prospering and not the, oh Lord, not the body of Christ. You got to reevaluate who voice you listening to. Hmm. Are you hearing the wolf voice? Are you hearing the chief shepherd's voice? Cause when you hear the chief chief shepherd's voice, you're going to walk. Uh, according to God's word and provide the necessary things that's needed for the flock. Hmm? According to Jeremiah three and 15. All right. So let's take a look here. Uh, As we get out of here, I'm going back to John 10. I got to go. We kind of went over time. I didn't want to go over, but it was just a, a lot I got carried into uh, with this particular um, scripture. And so we're going to, we're going to try to uh, go to, uh, St. John 10 and seven. We're going to try to go there. And, uh, to go to St. John 10 and seven. We're going to try to get, uh, through that. Um, To go to St. John 10 and 7. We're gonna get on out of here. Got to go. Maybe we'll have to pick it up again, um, some other time. But I got a new series coming out Monday, uh, if the Lord's will. So maybe we'll have to pick it up another time, Saints. But this is a good series. Stay with me. Um, I just want to give you these final scriptures. Um, I do have some more. Uh, let's see, I got them wrote down here for you. Uh, give me just a second, I'll get those for you. Uh, let's go to St. John 10 and 7 real quick so we can get out of here. It says here, um, he says, then said Jesus unto them again, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Jesus said, I'm the door of the sheep. All right. He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, I'm the door of the sheep. And he said, all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. And he says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in and shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. He said, The thief come not uh for to steal and to kill and to destroy, I am come that they may, that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. He goes here. In this discourse, it said, I'm the good shepherd, and the good shepherd give it his life for the sheep. Now, this is the chief shepherd talking here. He says, But he that is an hireling, which you can see in Ezekiel 34, uh, and not the shepherd. Hmm? They not even a shepherd. They just got on, they are wolf in sheep clothing. <laughs> I got to go. I got to get out of here. You got to be careful. People tell my, uh, oh, Lord, people think, you know, just, you know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to be pastor. I'm going to be over folk. You better be careful about what you're doing because you better make sure you ain't putting on that wolf suit. Hmm? Because if God didn't suit you up in the proper thing to be that shepherd, the under shepherd, this is what's going to happen. But he that is in Ireland and not the shepherd who's own the sheep are not. Hmm? You ain't. You don't even own the sheep because God didn't even call you to own the sheep, you know, to care for the sheep. And you see the wolf come hmm? and leave it the sheep and flee it. And the wolf catches them and scatter the sheep. The hurling flee it because he is in Ireland, and cared not for the sheep. You can't get it no plainer than that. Saints, I got to go. He says here in uh, Saint John ten and fourteen, I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. He's saying other sheep I have, which are not of this foe. Jesus goes a little bit farther here as he deals with the shepherd of another foe talking about Gentiles here. I know I'm getting into too much though. Um, he's talking about the Gentile at this point because salvation was to the Jews, uh, uh, supposedly at that time, according to, you know, their Jewish law and history. Okay. I don't want to have to get into a lot of this, but will you want to get into, you know, theology part of it? Yes, you know, uh, first salvation was kind of uh, geared toward the Jews uh, to a degree. Jesus always had, you know, us in mind because we can see uh, the little woman. Uh, oh, Lord, we can see the uh, little woman talking about the crumbs hmm? and we can see the centurion. We can see little glimpse, little lights, little, little peaks of light shining out, radiating out to all humanity that God wanted to save, Okay. But to make a long story short, you know, as a nation, as a people, God brought salvation to them. Okay. Which he was going to bring to all men, but primarily they rejected him and it was all prophesied, you know, about this particular thing. They were going to reject him. And then, you know, that opened up the door for the Gentiles, but make a long story short, it says here, He says, and the other sheep I have, which is not of this fold, them also I must bring. He tells them, he tells them as a Jewish, as a Jewish audience and nation that he was going to bring some more sheep into the fold. They didn't understand it. Glory. And he says, and they shall hear my voice. Glory. Aren't you glad you are Gentile? Aren't you glad that we heard God? Hallelujah. Glory. Oh, Lord, I'm glad. I'm so glad I found Jesus. Glory. Let me get out of here. Ooh, Lord have mercy. I got to go, saints. We're going to have to continue this on, on another time. But I'm I'm just excited about this word today. I'm so glad I found Jesus. Hallelujah. And I'm glad. And I'm glad. Lord have mercy. Look at this, though. He says, and uh, he says, and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Glory. And he says, I must bring glory. Oh boy. This, this talking about us, y'all. Y'all, I got to go. Oh Lord, have mercy. I get excited when I think about this. God had us in mind and he says, and they shall hear my voice. Hmm? That's why I said we need to be a good listener. Saints. They should hear my voice and there shall be one foe and one shepherd. This is why I was trying to tell you, there's no three gods. There's only one Lord. There's only one faith, one baptism, one God, the father of all, above all, and through all that's filled with the Holy Ghost. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, who's your daddy? I got to go. I got to get out of here. But I want to let you know, there's only one. There's chief shepherd. There's only one, oh Lord, there's only one God, one. <laughs> there's only one daddy of us all. And we all say, you know, how are you going to say, oh Lord, I, I know, I'm sorry, some problems with folk. How are you going to say God is your daddy and you say, you know, somebody else is your daddy? Hmm? We all got to have the same daddy. And like some people say, well, I don't baptize in Jesus' name. Well, there's only Oh, Lord, my daddy got one name, and my sisters and brothers' daddy got the same name. Oh, let me go. I got to go. You got to have that one name. Hmm? And so if Jesus ain't the name, Oh Lord, then I'm wondering who your daddy is because the daddy that we serve, he's the chief shepherd and he's the Bishop of our soul. And that's Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, I hope I blessed you today. I hope I encourage you. These are the faithful words. Of Elder Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV, this is our Touch and Degree Prayer Hour. We thank God for you. We're going to close out with a prayer. There may be somebody that need prayer today, need to understand and open up about God, hmm? about the Godhead, and also about uh, who God is, and they need to know Jesus is His name. And so we're going to go. Before His throne and pray to God would touch you, anoint you, and open up your understanding to these scriptures, and that you would, Amen, be a good listener, and that you would hear the voice of God through echoing through the scriptures, huh? Through your pastor teaching, through the Bible classes, through your meditation on God's word, huh? Through prayer and supplication, through uh, just witnessing and, and uh, oh Lord, have mercy, just sharing the scriptures, hmm? Praise God. So that's what we want to do. We want to pray for you that God will save all that he desired to save. Okay. And so we want to say, God bless you. We love you today. Hope that you have a blessed, wonderful weekend and uh, hope that you will be safe and hope that you will have a good, uh, worship service and serving God on your Sunday service. And so please join us back on next week where we will be on the, Touch and agree per hour. Please join us back on next week. We ask that you would join us back on the broadcast. And uh hope that you would uh share uh what God has shared uh in your spirit for us as well. So we're gonna open up Zoom on next week. We're gonna open up the Zoom channel. So those of you that want to join via Zoom, we're gonna open that back up because we need some supporters to join us. So you can share uh, by way of testimony or praise report the things that God has done and wrought in your life. And so we look forward to that. Uh, Please uh, join us in our National uh, Brotherhood Conference, which is on February 11th and 12th, which will be next week, Friday and Saturday in the city of Lebanon, Illinois. Please join us there where our presiding bishop is Bishop Dr. Charles uh, Bennett. All right. And so we look forward to that, seeing you, brother in there. And so keep us in your prayers, uh, continue to pray for my dad and my family that God will continue to hold us up and continue amen. Strengthen us in the inner man. All right. And so there it is. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer. Let us go before his throne eternal God, our savior in the name of Jesus. Oh God, as we come before Thee and before Thy throne, as we oft time do heavenly father, we pray today, God, that you would touch in the name of Jesus. Oh God, the hearts and minds. Oh God, that were Listening and, oh God, looking on this broadcast today, that you would open up their understanding and, oh God, to the scriptures and let them know, oh God, and speak through them, oh God, through the volume of the books, oh God, that's comprised of one book that speaks, oh God, as to one author, which is you, Lord Jesus Christ. Touch in the name of Jesus, God, that somebody will be blessed, oh God, be filled with the Holy Ghost and receive the revelation of Jesus Christ, who is the anointed one. Father, we thank you, we forever give you glory and praise. Help them to know that there's salvation in none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Father, this we pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you would grant revelation. And oh God, you will reveal yourself unto them that seeking, O oh God, O oh God, a refuge for their soul. And Father, we thank you, we forever give you glory and praise. Bless our presider, sister, presider. And all the national Pentecostal power church, oh God, leaders, bless them now. These are another blessing. We ask and pray in Jesus name, to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you in Jesus name.